Hello and welcome to Going Blind Socks. I am your host, Dustin Diodato, and with me, as always, is my wife and co-host and former sound engineer and now mm-hmm. sort of sound partner, Joy <laughs> Masters. Hi. Hi there. Oops, there it is. How are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, it's a little weird. Um, yes, uh, today uh, we are doing an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> or we are, we are mid-experiment, actually. Um, uh, first of all, before we get into it, um, there are a lot of new listeners that we got from, uh, the sampler podcast. Woo-hoo. Uh, and I just want to say welcome to all you folks and thank you for listening and thank you to, uh, the sampler for featuring us. Yeah. They're very sweet. Uh, anyway, onto our experiment. Um, there's also a, uh, Facebook group, uh, for folks with RP and I was on it and I came across, uh, what's the name of the Facebook group? Um, I just read Nidus Pigmentosa support group or something like that i don't i I honestly don't remember i joined it like four years ago uh and uh i came across somebody uh talking about how they had uh uh, how they had found rp simulation glasses uh that their doctor had actually recommended that um it was a mom and the doctor had recommended like hey wear these glasses for a week to get a sense of like what your kid is going through um and she explained that she wore them for about half an hour, uh, had to take them off, uh, and then was depressed for like two years. <laughs> um, and which is not a good way uh, for me to segue into the fact that I went out and got a pair. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, because I, I, not because I wanted uh, people to cry and be depressed for two years, uh, but I wanted, I, I didn't know that those glasses existed. Um, so I, we ordered a pair and, uh, Joy has been wearing them for the last half an hour, and yes. she's agreed to wear them through the extent of this podcast. Oops. How's it going? Okay. I keep running into the microphone. Uh, it, it, I, <laughs> I, I know where I start off, and then all of a sudden, it's up my nose. <laughs> um, Sorry. Uh, so, uh, so I'll probably bump into it a few times, or I just did again. Um, yeah. You know, um, one of the things that I find is helpful is I sort of back away from it when oh. I'm not talking, so I see it, and then I... I lean into it oh. when I when I am. Okay. All right. So that I'm constantly sort of re refining it. So um one of the things about these glasses is that um the center part like I you see a, a whole circle basically yes. and I'm seeing two separate circles with a oops there's a microphone with a, a separation in the center and it's it makes it a little bit difficult to to see everything. To process the whole picture. Yeah. And it's yeah. making me a little bit nauseous. Yeah. So, it, so hopefully it, you don't get this nauseous. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not constantly. I can't even say the word. Um, they, they are factually inaccurate. Um, it's difficult for me to tell how factually inaccurate they are because I put them on. And when you combine tunnel vision glasses with tunnel vision, you get no vision whatsoever. Was it blurry? Um, no. What it's just I could it? only see partially through one of the holes. Like ah. one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that much more limiting. Um, right. Anyway, so uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what experience you've had well, so far? So far. Okay, so I put them on and um, I was like, whoa. I, a couple things. And besides that center part that is, I can't see through, um, mm-hmm. it's like a foam, almost like a, a translucent, frosty sort of foam that, that makes the... Um, what am I trying to say here? The that blocks the rest of the vision. Yeah, you can. I can kind of see through it a little bit. Like I can see light, and I can see. Yeah, for, for reference, and we'll post a picture on okay, the website. Okay. 
uh, what they look like, but um, they're safety goggles, yeah. basically. They're safety goggles uh, with two small holes. And this particular one that we ordered um, re- is meant to represent 20 degrees of vision, which I have nine. So what you're seeing is actually twice right. what I'm seeing. So one of the first thing that happened was I I immediately put my hands out. I mean, we're in the apartment. I, we've mm-hmm. lived here for almost 11 years. So I know it fairly well. I don't know it quite as well as you do, really, is what I've come to realize. <laughs> and um, I touch everything. So I'm always putting my hands out. And then I immediately realized I can't see the floor. So I understand why he puts his shoes on and wears his shoes around the apartment. <laughs> I put my shoes on. And then I felt like I was cheating, so I took them off. And um, I'm glad that we already keep, keep most of the uh, the thoroughfare ways clear for you because I was like, well, if there's anything down there, I don't know. Yeah. And um, so I went in and I looked at your clothes because I know that we, we took some of your clothes out of the closet and put it on a like a hanging rod. Yeah. Well, 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 let's get into that more later. Oh, okay. So, okay. So then I, what can I talk? about yeah you know you can talk about it i'll just explain why that happened oh, okay, later okay. um so i went to try to look at the clothes i like put a shirt in my mind that i wanted to find and it took me a little bit but i found it and then i went into the kitchen and i was like oh god thank god the oven's not open <laughs> <laughs> and then um so i walked back out i put my shoes on i went downstairs because i know that those are becoming increasingly terrifying for you we don't have well-lit stairs in our hallway i think even if they were well lit it was still pretty scary because I, especially again with the glasses and limiting of what they are, I had to look straight down and look at exactly each step that I was taking. And I was like, wow, this is hard. And going, coming up was a lot easier because you could, you could see the step that was above it and kind of your brain would fill in for your body and your body would figure it out. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the landing. Right. Exactly. Or it was the landing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, then I came in and I tried to read something on my phone and that was, that was hard. I tried to look for the remote control for the thing. So when you say sometimes when you set something down, then it's just gone. Or if you drop something, it's gone. And I was like, yep, it's gone. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> Oops. And I the, keep running into this microphone because I cannot see it when I'm looking at you at yeah, all. Uh, the, yeah. The, um, the universe just swallows things sometimes. Yeah. Then, yeah. It's, it's just, just gone into the, world. into the void. What else did I, um, Oh, I had a glass of water and, I was going to put it on the edge of the table and I got it on the edge of the table. Okay. But it was next to your computer while you were, you were working on your computer. And I was like, Oh, if I jump, if I dump that, Oh, he's going to be so mad because I'm going to ruin his computer. So I'm like, you know what? I'll put it on the floor. And I was like, well, if I put it on the floor, then <laughs> and it's uh, on the floor. Then it's on the floor. Walk into it. Yeah. And so it was like, there's just so many things you have to consider. And I know that you have to consider these things, but it just became so much more, um, immediate and necessary that I was like, oh, yeah, we need a robot to basically pick you up and take you wherever you go. That's what <laughs> I've determined. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I also was like, hey, let's go into the kitchen together and like move around in there for a little bit uh, and um, talk about that, I guess. Like, I'm, I, I don't want to feed things, although I was no, feeding scenarios to you. Well, because sure. I wanted to I wanted I wanted to, to try to experiences experience, try to experience the experiences the things that terrify you the most yeah, to get a better understanding. And honestly, after a half an hour, it does feel like I understand a little bit more, but there's no way I'm going to understand a hundred percent. Even if I wore these every single day, because I know that I can take these off. And that's another thing too, is that I kept wanting to take them off because I'm like, Oh, these are annoying. I have to get them out of the way. And yeah. I was like, Oh, he can't take these off. Yeah. No, there's that sense of like, um, I'm sure there was that sense of like, okay, like, just for this part, I'm just going to take it off so I can just do this thing and then... like Right, exactly. You know. Um, 
And maybe I should take them off now because I keep getting distracted by where the microphone is. Uh, it's up to you. I'll leave them on. Okay. So oh. in the kitchen, like you were saying, when we're in there together, because it's very, it's one of those narrow galley kitchen type things. And um, if one of us is at the oven or on the stove, it's, you can't really get around. I mean, I can get around you, mm-hmm. but it's, I understand now that it really is kind of like, where did you come from? And, and <laughs> you get overwhelmed and I am exhausted right now. And I've only had these on for half an hour mm-hmm. and I kind of, it's not that like, sorry, let me try this again. Like when we're on the subway yeah, and someone offers you a seat and I, in my mind, I'm like, well, he's not handicapped. His legs work. I'm exhausted. So if you, if you have to take the amount of energy that I used just to get around our apartment that we know very well to get from work to the subway and vice versa, you get to sit down because (laughs) (laughs) you must be exhausted and it's not, and, and, and I'm not even stressed out right now and you, you, you can get overwhelmed. And, um, if you're stressed about anything else in, in life at all, and you have to figure your way from point A to point B. Sit down. Just sit down. I get it now. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I gave you a hard time. <laughs> I, okay. I really am. It's okay. And and I sort of admittedly like uh I try and use the honor system with that. Uh in the sense of like if I have if I am exhausted or if I have been overwhelmed, then I take it. Yeah. And if like it was one of those days where I was like, I'm fine. Like <laughs> then I don't. You okay. know. Um so I, I try and honor the, like, you know, do unto others thing there or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, but yeah, um, it's um, nice to hear that. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. It's just, wow. It's kind of terrible. I knew it was terrible, but yikes. So I think our next step is to go outside. I would love for you to come with me. I don't. I could try to walk to the deli and back because it's about a half a block away. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer you were with me. I mean, I would prefer that I was with you too. Um, partially because uh, uh, I want to experience it with you. And partially because I realized like um, before we did it, um, I was planning on being with you, like just for the folks at home. Uh, I was planning on being with you the whole time. And then it, it came to be that like you started this experiment without me and when you said like oh yeah i'm gonna go down the stairs i was like no don't 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 do that that's dangerous <laughs> don't do that. that's very dangerous you should not do that um so i also all of a sudden got that like um like in the same way that you could like you you're beginning to relate to me mm-hmm. um it was all of a sudden a, i i had that same relation of like you know you're gonna hurt yourself though like i can't like don't don't just go do that and then all of a sudden you were kind of gone and you did it um so when you say like, oh, I'll walk to the deli, it's like, no, let me go with you and, yeah. you know, watch, which is a very blind leading the blind thing. Of, <laughs> like, yeah. Don't worry. I will keep you safe. The person who technically has a worse condition <laughs> than you are simulating right now. Right. True. Um, but you also worry about, you also understand now how I worry about you. Yes. Uh, and I've also like, um, cause I had my, uh, my dad tried it, uh, mm-hmm. the other day and, um, you know, he, appreciated how difficult it was too. Uh, but he's like, also one thing that you have going for you is that you have had years to adjust to it and come up with a bunch of coping mechanisms and learn how to scan things and know, you know, stuff, uh, right. versus, you know, you who are literally just like suddenly struck and stricken. Yeah. 
you're slapped into that world and said like, okay, but you know, adjust. So I imagine that like, if you did wear these all the time, you know, within a month or two, like it wouldn't, it'd be a little bit more second nature, mm. but it, it still wouldn't be like, you know, you, w- I wouldn't be as experienced as you. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you, you might get like within, I would imagine within a month or two, you would get as experienced as I was. Um, but like you would see that like you never quite get like you are right. You know, you never get to the level of ease that a person who's fully sighted will get. Oh, <laughs> in right. Travel. Absolutely. Totally, you know, yeah. even if you, even if you accommodate for all of those things, yeah. um, you can never just be like, oh no, that's just travel. Right. So yeah. So, um, yeah, we're thinking of going like traveling more around outside, um, and potentially doing it at night. Yes. Yeah. I want to do all those things cause that's going to be even harder. I think, um, I also feel like we should throw away all of our stuff. <laughs> so that it's not in the way. Yes. <laughs> it's like, we don't need this. This shouldn't be here. The, no, we don't need any of this crap. Just throw it all away. We'll have a couch, a TV and a bed. And that's all we need. Yeah. And a pot. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> and then we'll hire someone to cook for us because I'll burn myself all the time. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm for it. I don't know how, how you do that. How I cook. Yeah. Um, I only cook very few things and they all involve put water into a pot, put something else into that pot, wait for the water to go away. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Makes sense to me. So uh, I even think about chopping garlic and I was like, Oh, um, I don't. Yeah. I was, I had made some, um, broccoli. Oops. Sorry. I just ran into the microphone again. I had made some broccoli and roasted it in the oven and I had put it out on top of the stove to cool. And when I, I, after I had put these guys on, I went out there to sort of put it into a little container and it was like, okay, I think it's here. And then I saw it, like I looked down and saw it and then I was like, where is the container? And I had the container in my hand. It's not like it was somewhere else. It was like, just because I'm, I am so used to relying on my site and picking stuff up in my peripheral. I had to move my head. I mean, I know you can move your eyes, so it's a, a little bit different, but I had to move my head and slowly put one piece of broccoli into the container at a time. And I was like, I, I had to scan. Again, I was scanning like the the tray, the whatever it's called, the cooking sheet. Yeah. To put it all in. I was like, well, yep, looks like I got it all. And it took me like five minutes to yeah. do something that should have taken 40 seconds. Because I was like, okay, one at a time, trying to figure it all out. Wow. And, you, and I'm sure you know also you can see where contrast plays a big part into things. Yes. Yeah. Cause like, um, when I went back in with you to look in the closet proper, not the, the rack yeah. where it's darker, um, you're like, Oh, look for a shirt. And luckily most of your shirts in there are striped <laughs> so I could see them. But then there was a, a dark black one and a gray one that I sort of just found by eventually scanning to it. And mm-hmm. it was right in front of my face. And that's the one I saw last. Yeah. So yeah, it contrast helps a lot. So you can see, you can see it. It sort of can catch your eye when you're scanning. So we have to paint everything black and white mm-hmm. and get lights for everything. And maybe a little robot that can tell you when you're in danger. It's uh, it's weird that we're doing this to me because I know when we started the podcast, I was very adamant about like, this isn't a like, um, you know, like this tool will help you whatever or this, you know, will kind of help you whatever. Uh, and this feels like the first sort of thing that we're doing that's sort of um, self-helpy or whatever you want to call it. How do you, how do you mean? Um, because it, it's something that like we're sharing our experience, but like for me, 
you know, um, I think it it's something that like if you are out there and you are a listener, and that it's probably worthwhile for you to go out and like run the same experiment. Yeah, with, oh, with, I think with so. folks in your life, especially uh, yeah, especially um, the people closest to you. Even if they're understanding, I think that this is totally eye-opening. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. and <laughs> so so sorry about that. And um, and anybody that's giving you a hard time, make mm-hmm. them do this. Yeah, because I was reading something I think on the Facebook RP page, and it's like you know so and so is giving me a hard time. Nobody understands. They don't understand what I can't get around. And I was like, whoa, make them do this. They'll. They'll figure that out quick, like immediately. Yeah. As soon as they try to take a step in any direction, they'll be like, oops, I don't, I have no idea what's down there. Yeah. I, I also did, um, like, Joe and I have this thing where, like, if she's touching my face, she says, I'm, I'm touching your face so that I know that she is. Yeah. And I don't think she fully understood it until, like, when she put on the glasses and then I touched her face and she was like, I had no idea you were doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's not so much that, like, you know, um, I don't like her touching my face because I, I do. It's just always a surprise. Yes. <laughs> you don't see my hand coming up. It's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Because to some degree, there has to be like, is that a bug? No. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I just run into a tree? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, even if it only takes you like a sixteenth of a second to realize not a bug or a tree, like it's enough that your heart's like, okay, well, I'm full of adrenaline now. Right. So <laughs> like, I got to do something with this. So going to be stressed. Right. <laughs> Um, and I can't receive the romantic gesture my wife is giving me. Yes. But if you say touching your face, then I know that odds are simultaneously, the odds are that I'm, like, I'm not coincidentally getting hit in the face with a bug. <laughs> right. like, at the same time that you said it. <laughs> so my brain does oh. not process that right. information in that way. Sorry, I keep hitting my nose on the microphone. I apologize. Um, I'm not used to this. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. You know, um, so I'm I'm glad that you were able to experience it. And like you said, we'll do it outside. And like the question will yeah, be like, more. if we're doing it outside at night, do we try a version of it where you're wearing sunglasses also to simulate oh. not adjusting to the loss of night vision? I think I think we should try it without the sunglasses first. Yeah. I think we should go outside in the light. And then yeah. I think we should go outside in the dark and then put the sunglasses. I want to try each level. Yeah. To, to see the difference. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you for doing it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing it with me. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm probably just going to keep apologizing to you. Um, and like getting these glasses uh, was stressful because <laughs> I ordered them from, uh, I'll try and find the link to where I, I got them from. If folks want to pick them, I'll put it on the website, uh, goingblindsex.com. Um, visit it for all your listening to this podcast needs because that's all it really <laughs> offers. Uh, and, and, write a comment and send us emails we've gotten a bunch of like really nice emails yeah, they're very lately lovely. um you know it really makes us feel really good uh yeah you know that we're helping folks in whatever way if it's just the, like i hate that thing too um it's nice to know you're not alone yes um so uh you know i i, I found this random website because the place that they'd suggested was like the rp or, you know, or the equivalent of the lighthouse in Australia. And I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to order them from Australia. So I'll find a website here. Um, and they delivered them uh, a few days later. Uh, but they said they were delivered and they weren't. Like, they said they left it at, you know, like it said delivered, um, left at reception, uh, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, and it's like, my office doesn't have a reception. And the person who would be the simulation of reception uh, 
who was like, yeah, no, I never got them. Um, and I instantly was like furious and I had had packages misdelivered before. Uh, and I was like, it, it, it felt very, um, like, of course this is happening because it's like, this is my attempt to like get people to relate. And I was so excited to be able to be like, Hey, this is what I'm seeing. Like, this is close to, you know, the best simulation that you're going to get. Like somebody will be able to appreciate it. Um, and then for them to say like, Oh no, it's right here and not be able to find it. I was like, you're, are you doing that as some sort of fucked up metaphor? Like, <laughs> you know, like, is there some sort of weird thing where like the guy who can't see shit you're telling was delivered being like, well, you just couldn't find it. Like, you know, uh, it was really fucked up. Um, so, uh, for like 24 hours, it was just gone in the universe and I was furious and I was hoping that we were going to be able to record it today. And I didn't think I was going to. And then magically the next day it was sitting on the desk of the person who like is the would be, receptionist right. in, in the scenario. Nobody knows how it got there. It was just there. That's crazy. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Uh, so it was pretty, like, just getting them in the first place proved to be, like, very stressful. And now I've, I have passed that stress on to you. Thank you. Uh, to, to wear it. Um, yeah. Um, you want to talk about the closet thing? Yeah, the closet thing. That Yeah, the... Because I wanted to talk about that as, as a sort of a separate thing. Okay. Um. Because that was like a, a conscious move that I had I had made recently. Uh, what what was happening on a kind of daily basis is like we have a small closet. Um, it's not even that really small of a closet. It's just a closet that's uh, you know it's a New York City closet. So every day I would go into the closet and not be able to find any of the clothes. <laughs> That I had, I would struggle like in the same way that you were talking about, like where, like if you're not looking directly at it, you can't see it, and especially it was very poorly lit. And for a while, I just sort of dealt with it. And I was like, one day we will buy a new apartment, and it will have a glorious closet, which is probably not likely, but like maybe it will have a glorious closet, and then I won't have this problem. Uh, and about two weeks ago, I finally said, you know what, I'm sick of this. Um, and I got one of those sort of like, well, we had one of those like garment hanger things. Um, and I took all of my clothes out of the closet, minus like a few shirts that wouldn't fit on it, uh, and put it like in the middle, not in the, like in the corner of our bedroom, yeah. um, where it was better lit. Although ultimately it turns out not as better lit as I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, because I like, I resisted doing it. I probably thought about doing it like six months prior to to doing it. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want my clothes just like sitting awkwardly in the corner of the bedroom. Um, and for six months I fought with it and got mad about it. And then I finally was just like, you know what? Like, screw it. Like, no, I do want that. <laughs> uh, because who am I trying to impress? You know, like who's, who's coming over at some sort of like the queen's not, yeah, even if she is, she's not my queen. Um, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, uh, isn't coming over and like judging us. So I, I'm stressing myself out for fictitious people that don't really like exist. And it was funny because the one group of people that we always get stressed out about is like, if either of our parents come over, we make sure to clean the apartment. Um, it's always that clean mom and dad who are listening. Right. Uh, <laughs> 
We just clean it a little bit. No, uh, we clean it a lot. You have no idea. Um, so, uh, and they, they happened to be here yesterday uh, and came into the room. And afterwards, I mentioned that I had changed or taken everything out of the closet. And like, I, I didn't notice that it was in the corner. And I was like, you didn't notice the giant clothing rack in the corner? It's like, oh, so you, I don't really have to clean them because you wouldn't have noticed any of the stuff that I do <laughs> if you missed all of my clothes in the corner of the room uh, having not normally been there. Uh, so it was one of those things that like I, I'm bragging about, I guess, because I feel glad that I made that choice, that I, that I took that little bit of stress away. No, ultimately, I need to go find a lamp that will hang over it so I can see the clothes because it's still what's happening. And I was like, okay, I would use the light from the window, but the light from the window does not shine nearly as brightly in the area that I wanted to. Right. And everything still remains highly, like, looking the same color. So um, I still have miles to go before I can do it. And one day I hope to have one of those closets that you see on TV where none of the clothes are touching. Uh <laughs> And, it, and there's light all over. Yes. Yeah, that it's like... Basically a walk-in closet that's well lit. Yes. That's all I want. That's not too much to ask for. We no. can do it. I'm an adult. We'll figure that out. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Um, how do you shave? How do you mean? I was just thinking, like, can you see your whole face in the mirror when you're shaving? Um, no, I don't really, like look at myself when I'm shaving. I mean, I do. Um, Is it mostly by feel then? Yeah. Like I, I sort of get a, uh, a lead point in the mirror, if you will. Um, and then just go and do it by feel so that I'm, you know, uh, like afterward, just sort of like looking around my face to make sure I haven't left anything there. Mm -hmm. Although I have to admit twice I've purchased, uh, disposable razors. On the way into work because I discovered that I missed a, a little <laughs> patch. Yeah, I missed a little patch and I was like, I don't want to go like an idiot all day. Oh. So now I just need to make it through the Dwayne Reed with like a little patch and buy a disposable razor. Right. But I feel like probably that's not the worst thing they've seen. Uh, Dwayne Reed? Yeah. But yeah, probably not. Uh, so I don't have one right now, but usually there's like a disposable razor somewhere in my desk for completely missing stuff. That's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get used to like... Uh, that kind of stuff. The the weird thing that will occasionally happen uh, is, it, like, when you're getting ready in the morning, you autopilot so many things mm -hmm. that, like, you just get ready and whatever. And there have been, like, at least one time where, uh, because when I'm looking in the mirror, if I'm looking at my face, I don't necessarily look at my head. Like, I don't look at, like, my hair. Oh. There have been times where, like, I completely, like, I really forgot to do anything with the top of my head. And I... Looked in the mirror thinking, like, how do I look? Okay, good. Um, not realizing that I hadn't looked at, like, giant parts of me. <laughs> like your hair. Yeah. You know, or also, like, I consciously now, like, don't get dressed until I brush my teeth and do all that stuff because I'd have situations where there'd be, like, a giant thing of toothpaste going oh, down yeah. my shirt. And I just didn't look in that particular part of my shirt. And then I look like, like an idiot. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that's our show for this week. Is there anything else you want to talk about with your experience? Um, just that I can't wait to take these off. I, I don't, yeah, I can't think of anything else right now. Maybe next time. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll probably have a part two of this when we do the, uh, rest of the experiment. And if there are any folks out there 
who are listening who um, have other types of experiments that they'd, you know, like us to put on joy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for volunteering me. Uh, let us know. Uh, or or us or anything or anything you'd like us to talk about, you know, yeah. um, we're we're more than happy to to engage in that you, way. Uh, one thing that I noticed is that I move a lot more slowly because I'm not sure of where I'm going. So the fact that and, and again I know that you've been dealing with this for a while and sort of are a little bit more used to it, but you move fast with a cane. Yeah, I mean that's another thing that we'll experiment with is yeah. give you the cane and see how that makes you feel. Yeah, although it's twice as tall as me, but that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I I understand your caution a little bit better now. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thank you. We'll uh, we we'll hear from you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.